Awesome. Welcome to the RNBE. Yes. This is the podcast that Rob and I do every week when we get around to it. Yeah. Here on Comic Storian or on iTunes or SoundCloud, depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast. Now picture the intro right now. It's Benny and Robin. Robin. I'm not Robin. You're Robin. Robin. No. Robin. Robin. I'd rather be the Joker than be Robin. Somebody, I want fan art of Rob in the Robin suit and no. me in the Batman 66 Please, for the love of... Okay, my fans have been turning me into memes. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Robin. Classic right. Robin? Like 60s Classic Robin? No. I'm 60s Batman. Yeah. He could be 60s Robin. People are going to do it too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I just want us running in. Picture the intro. na 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 Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm just going to be like... <laughs> just own it, it man yeah. just own it and then uh, and then and then the uh, motorcycle as Gary Girl rides oh, I get a motorcycle in. yeah she always had a motorcycle yeah she really? always had she? one yeah. she okay. always zipped I'm in okay with that yeah it looked kind of cool yeah. 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 I'm okay with she that had the Batgirl motorcycle yeah. mm-hmm. there we go so today's episode is the R&B-E-G Gary yeah. Girl's here Gary Girl with a motorcycle hey the motorcycle or, or makes or it or Gary Hulk it. I mean yeah. gluten free Gary Hulk Hulk Gary yeah Hulk Gary Hulk Gary what do you guys prefer Gary Girl or Hulk Gary I think Gary Girl sounds better. Hulk Gary Girl. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Today's topic is going to be discussing <laughs> should comic books move into the adult range? Should we, be, should we be having more comics like Max? What should we be doing with this kind of a thing? But today, guys, today, today's episode is sponsored, Rob, by my hair, which is brought to you by Four Hymns, a new wellness program for men. It's a one-stop shop. For people worried about hair loss. When, and when you've got hair like mine, you're worried about hair loss. Yeah, I would be too. natural, by the way. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Or if you want amazing skin like Rob's buttery smooth skin. Yes, my, my buttery smooth Or if you're concerned skin. about having nine more children, so you need sexual wellness like Gary. Nine... Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you implied that nine, I had nine, no, you're and I want nine yeah. more. He's going to have 18 children. <laughs> 18 Garys running around. Gary has no idea what's going on. He's, he's yeah. just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Hims connects you to real doctors and medical-grade solutions without having to go to the doctor or the pharmacy yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing product. It helps me out. And legitimately, while I'm trying to make this sound like we're doing our sponsor, legitimately, it does make my hair look amazing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, order now because our listeners slash viewers get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. <laughs> this would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. Go to hymns.com. Go, go, go. Go to forhims.com slash Robin Benny. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Robin Benny. Forhims.com slash Robin Benny. What is that, Rob? Do you know where you should go for your skin? Ah, uh, for my 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 silky smooth skin. Yeah. It sounds like forhims.com slash Robin Benny. That's our sponsor for the day. Okay. Yes. Now, today we're going to talk about adult-themed <laughs> comic books. You're not which... laughing at my silky smooth skin, are you? Uh, no. Well, Rob, Rob, just keep in mind. We're doing adult-themed comic yeah. books today, and adults like to have voluptuous hair. Yeah. And, you know, silky skin. Voluminous hair. And nine more children. Your, volum- more children. your, your voluptuous hair makes <laughs> yeah. it sound like your hair has boobs. Yeah. Your hair's got nipples. Yeah, look at the nipples on them hairs. Look at that, man. Look at them hair nipples. Does that count as hair boobs? <laughs> it's yeah. not count as hair boobs. <laughs> 
Oh. All right, so anyway, the idea of this is not adult theme. We're not going porn level. No. But the max. <laughs> we're, we're, talk, we're talking about erotic adult, comics. Yeah, adult <laughs> as in grown up. Right, yeah. grown yeah. up. You know, the max line in Marvel, which they haven't done much with in many years, okay. <laughs> features characters uh, swearing, blood, gore, sex, <laughs> nudity, that kind of a thing. Right. DC's never fully dipped into that, but yeah. they have announced the Black Label, and they're kind of pitching it as more of a adult themed line. There could be some adult theming happening there. Now, we don't fully know, but that got me thinking. Mm -hmm. Do comics need to age with the old audience? If you've been reading since the 90s, should they move up to you? And mm -hmm. the example I have, before we let you guys talk. Mm -hmm. Constantine? No, not even Constantine. Because oh. um, there's always going to be that, that outlier comic that's meant for adults. Yeah. Well, right. Constantine aged in real time for like right. 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying I is know that. Mm -hmm. comic book movies are geared towards like the middle school, high school age people you know Fam the, yeah family I mean, it's, it's family the the concept of comics yes no the, i'm saying the the content, content, I'm about movies though oh like, comic book yeah, movies they're, yeah. they're definitely family friendly content oh yeah they are. yes yeah, yeah, but absolutely. logan was not no and logan was huge and, and deadpool was i will definitely say is not no and is huge so does that tell you that we need comics like that now where they just let deadpool go crazy well they had deadpool max for a while yeah, but yeah, the they, Max they Line did sell. Yeah, well, that's that's the issue. But the Max Line wasn't really billed as, hey, guys, go check out this mm -hmm. Max story. It wasn't. They, they weren't really, like, advertising it. Well, Marvel's bad at advertising in general, but they weren't really advertising it the way they would advertise, like, Avengers right. or Captain America. Okay. It, was, it was just a line of stories that are there, and you can read them if you know about them. Yeah. And, and okay. that's, that's, that's really it. Um, I think the answer to that question is yes. I think it needs to be, like, a three-tiered system. I think you need to obviously have, like, stories as they exist now. Which, by and large, are for a younger audience in, in yes, a lot of different ways. absolutely. And then I think you need to have the next step up, which is stories that are a little darker and a little more serious. And then I think you need to have Max. Max needs to be there for people who are just kind of like, look, I just want to see Deadpool just like rip people apart and, and blood and gore and all kinds of stuff. That, that, that is actually a really... What you just said is perfect for what I want to mm -hmm. say with this, though. Okay. Because I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. Now, because you said you, want, you should have stories that are darker and more serious toned. Mm -hmm. Right. That appears to be the direction that the DCEU tried to do. Yeah. Darker and more serious toned. Does something mm. darker and more serious toned make it adult, Gary? Because no. I don't consider Man no, of Steel so. or Batman. No, Superman. I don't think so at all. Because a lot of the Harry Potter films went darker and more serious, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're. Oh no, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not equating adult. it to. Yeah. to but what I'm saying is, is, if one thing, like, like for example, like Sean Sean Murphy's Batman the the White Knight. Yeah. Is like a dark themed story. The way okay. he draws it, the way he writes it, it's designed right. to be darker theme. But like a 13 year old could pick it up and be fine. Yeah. So just yeah. because just because it's drawn a certain what I'm talking about is like the content of the story. That's okay. what I say when I when I say darker, right. when I say, you know, more right. like a, a little more hardcore. So you're not just talking about a, a red filter. <laughs> you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. About yeah. yeah, no, I'm not okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying get one get someone with like a dark style of art okay. to draw it. Like it, it the, the contents yeah. of the story because I think there are people who were looking for that. Now, I think DC's mistake with the DCEU was going all in like that. Yes. I think that if you're gonna create yes. a more adult line of comics, it needs to be what Marvel Max was. You know, and really what Vertigo was for quite some time. That it's just kind of a niche thing. It's a small line of stories, and that's really about it. But I wouldn't mind seeing like a darker, grittier Avengers story where yeah. like Thor like knocks a person's head off with his hammer, I or mean, like or like it shows Avengers bodies no trapped under. Yeah, you exactly. never really see them kill. You never no, see that. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's always the cutaway. Yeah, you see yeah. like a building collapse, and you just see, oh man, we couldn't save everybody, and that's it. But I wouldn't mind seeing like an Avengers story where there's like where they're fishing like fishing bodies out, or things like that. You know, you like, went dark with well, that. No, 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 I'm just, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, to. to to, to have a comic that says, like, here is the entirety of the story. Mm -hmm. Nothing cut out, nothing filtered. Here's, how, here's the story told as you would see it in real life. And, right. like, give us that story. Like, okay. Captain America's pissed off and he's just like, shit. You know, or, 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 or like, cusses or something like that. Or Thor, yeah. you know, or, or whatever. But I, I, think, I, think there's, I think there's room for that. 
I think that making that an entire publication arm is a problem. I think making it a little niche thing, like Marvel Max always was, I think that's a good idea. Well, like, black, I mean, Black Label, from what it sounds exactly. like, it's a similar thing. It's only mm. like five stories, but it's allowing the writers to do whatever they want. Yeah. Like I said, it could okay. be adult. It could just be a darker turn for right. some of the characters. Uh, yeah. I don't think Black Label is. I do not think it's DC's equivalent of Marvel Max. I've been Probably thinking not. about that Probably for the last not. few days. Yeah. I think it's designed to be like a prestige okay. level of publishing. Okay. Because everybody that you look, like Frank Miller reinvigorated, like like redefined Batman for mm -hmm. the post-crisis era. Scott Snyder had one of the greatest Batman runs of all time. Greg Rucka had one of the greatest Wonder Woman, well, really some of the greatest Wonder Woman runs of all time. Okay. The writers and artists that you see are just like prestige caliber writers oh, yeah. and artists. Oh, no, yeah. I agree with you. They're the, the highest level that DC has to offer. Mm -hmm. The exception is like Bendis, maybe one or two other people. You know, Robert Venditti will probably make his way up there. But that's the idea is you have, it's like, it's like the prestige level writers. Okay. I think it is, you know, well, when you, you guys... Think, when, when you hear Black Label, what do you yeah. think? Um, black label. I I just imagine something. I don't imagine anything like adult. I just I, I, yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. Don't yeah. Okay. Adult? So no, no, I would. But Are I you one like of those guys black that label. Puts whiskey on your daughter's gums. We tried that once. It didn't go well. well okay, <laughs> hold on. Just like a little side note. What? Yeah. <laughs> we thought she was teething, and you know, one of the old remedies is you just get a little finger of whiskey and you just kind okay. of rub it on the gums. And what happened? Like, like rubbing alcohol or something, huh. but you don't want to use rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Uh, she spit up immediately. Okay. And then we yeah. never tried it again. So, We're like, that's so just basically, a bad idea. you know that your daughter yeah. won't be an alcoholic. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I can hope. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a little bit, like, just to rub it on the gums, and, and it didn't work. So, I, I just love yeah. how you were, you were just going to just buy... We tried that. Anyway. Yeah, we tried yeah. that. We fed our daughter alcohol. It's like, here, baby. Hoped. <laughs> Try that. You give her a shot. <laughs> give her a little shot glass. Yeah. Little, little hands trying yeah. to have the shot glass. No, no, I, I think, like, like, Johnny Walker Black. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like, like, like I think, a, like, a, like, a, just a higher end. Company. A higher end. Yeah. yeah like, I see like, what you're like, saying. like, and okay. it kind of puts off this procedure. Yeah. Like, like you can imagine, you can imagine, like a, like a Matthew McConaughey, um, Matthew McConaughey, rolling his booger in his car. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey commercial. Yeah, rolling his booger, and like, like, like walks into a super upscale bar and says, "Give me a shot of Johnny Walker Black." Yeah. And it's like, damn, right. man. Like, yeah. this guy This guy knows what he's about, and he knows what he's doing, yeah, and he only wants the best <laughs> drink. Yeah. So he walks in there, give me a shot of Johnny Walker Black, and fucking so do you want right Matthew now. McConaughey like, to, um, to promote the Black Label Could you imagine line that? of comics? That would, oh, dude, he's like walking around a comic Lincoln. shop. No, 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 yeah. I, I have it right now. <laughs> he's like, give Matthew me a McConaughey in his suit driving his car. Just talking in a dark and stormy night. Mm. It brings me down to trying to think about things, you know? I think about deeper, darker storylines of my life. And occasionally, it makes me think about Batman. And what could <laughs> Batman be doing if mm -hmm. no one gave him limits? What if I were Batman? Okay. What if I were what Batman I were and I had Batman. the Joker's head well, in Dude, okay, you know what we need to do? We need to make this commercial. <laughs> yes. We need yes. to make this. Yeah. And like, you have, to, you have to hire no, no, Matthew no, McConaughey. You, know, you got to end it with, well, Matthew McConaughey wants to read comics. He doesn't read regular comics. He reads Black Label. He, he reads, reads Black, Black Label. label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to film this. That would We got to film this shit. We got to yes. film this shit. Yeah, man. In a Lincoln. Yeah. In a, yeah, in a Lincoln. Where are we going to get a Lincoln? I don't know. How big we'll, is our dude, budget? No, dude, we'll, we'll rent one, man. <laughs> yeah. You can you can rent a like dude, we'll get we'll, yeah. we will rent a we'll go down we'll, right. we will go downtown. We will rent a Lincoln uh limousine and we'll film that shit. We're going to film the DC Black Label commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's gonna be the most ballin' shit. <laughs> Holy sh dude! All right, we'll do it. Dude, okay, it's gonna be the let's most do it. Ballin' commercial ever, yeah. man. Okay. Oh my god, we got to film commercial this. for DC Black Label. Yeah, DC Black Label. Unsanctioned. <laughs> yes. yeah. The unofficial DC Black Label, and Warner Brothers is gonna be like strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh man, they're gonna hate us. <laughs> but anyway, okay. yeah, black label. You think about more okay. mature. You think yeah. more right. uh, off the cuff. It's more aimed for adults, which got me thinking because I'm doing the Max books. Like yes. we don't have a DC Max. No, the closest we ever got D was Vertigo. But and Max itself doesn't. They don't ever release them anymore. I think I think they're finally coming out with another one, but it's not uh, consistent. Punisher: The Platoon is the only Max title they have okay. at the moment. As far as I'm aware. But what I'm saying is like it's not like here's the next five Max books. Here's yes. this one, you know. Yeah, yeah no, the, the Max line was built on Jessica Jones. Okay. And despite the fact that there have been a lot of Max comics, there have been some that stand out. Like The Punisher was written for Marvel Max. Punisher okay. Max is one of the, is some of the greatest Punisher storytelling you're ever going to see. The first issue opens up with him spraying down a mafia house with an M60 machine gun. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's all kinds of violence and gratuitous, you know, gratuitous violence that goes into that, and that's the nature of the Marvel Ma or the Marvel right. Max line of comics. Okay. So that's, it's all about that extreme heavy-handed stuff. The truth to tell, with DC, I have a hard time seeing that. Batman, I could see that. I yeah. can see bat like a Batman. Well, it, Max, hold, hold that like thought because I wanted to talk about okay. should should we have adult comics in Max? And I wanted to get you pick your guys' brains for if we were to write a superhero for a Max line in DC, what would it be? So hold that thought. Okay, I'll give you Batman. Okay, yeah. all right. So anyway, um, do, but the question, the big question, still comes down to them: Do we need Max? Do we need... Because, I mean, uh, people have been reading comics for years. Right. There are people who are 30, 40, 50. I mean, we're 30 yeah. reading comics. You're yeah. 29 or... I, I don't know. I haven't looked at your, your forms. I don't know how old you are. 31. Okay. Yeah. I was like, for, you could be yeah. 21, 31, or 51. Don't I don't know. know. Gary's, yeah. nine, Gary's 19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gary, well, actually, yeah. he's under 18. It's just... <laughs> yeah. He just looks old. He's got the Benjamin Button disease. Benjamin Button disease. Should we have these comics? Okay. Should we have more mature-themed adult comics that are no holds bar? Because Wolverine goes into a strip club in Max, mm -hmm. and reading the book, I don't think it added anything to the story. Like the story itself was cool, having Wolverine go off the cuff. That's it changes the environment, it, but, right? Yeah. That's kind of where I go with it too. Is like, is is it in there because you can put it in there, or is it in there because you want, like, yeah, or because it should be a part of the story? Exactly. Because I think, yeah. uh, and even like movies, TV shows, comic books, whatever medium you're you're looking at, when people start adding like you know sex and violence and just a lot of this gratuitous. Um, content. I think a lot of it is just because they can. Yeah, yeah. shock because value. Shock value, yeah. and it really, honestly, for me, it just detracts from the story because it's like five minutes of this. I'm like, that added nothing. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I like, think season one or two was was okay. Still an amazing show. Love the yeah. show. Heavy handed. They were definitely. Show. They decided to have every one of the meetings at the whorehouse. Yeah. Oh great. Uh, which. At first, as a guy, it was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Boobs, man. <laughs> lots of boobs. <laughs> and by like episode two or three, it's like, again, yeah. with the lots of boobs yeah. and yeah. the girls walking around. Yep, yeah. with the boobs hanging out. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and also, I feel like you lost half your budget because like in episodes one and two, you had models that basically would never exist in the medieval times. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now you have models that would exist in the medieval times. Yeah. Right. And they had amazing yeah. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. that, see, that is a, that's a legitimate statement. Yeah. And that's why I say, I think they're good to have. They're not necessary. Right. No. Now, if 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 we were going to do them, I think they should be on like a rotating roster. Uh -huh. Like you had you had like Nick Kinda Fury. Like Max, then. Yeah, you had like Nick Fury Max. There was okay. no need for a Nick Fury Max story. It wasn't even that good. Okay. But like Jessica Jones was great because you got to see like like the Purple Man, for example. What what made the reason why Jessica Jones works so well as a Marvel Max title is because you learned there was this guy named Zebediah Kilgrave that had the ability to dominate the minds of others. You, right. You've seen the Jessica okay. Jones show, right? No. The first season. Okay. No. 
Well, anyway, not spoiling too much for you. Okay. But there were you things that he that did. You need to watch it. Yeah. There were there were things that he did where it was just like you'd never be able to see that in like a regular line of Marvel comics. And Bendis could get away with it because it was Marvel Max. But it, it set the tone. And like from, from that point going forward in the future of Marvel, it was like, holy shit, Purple Man's here. Like things are going to get really, really bad. Yeah. And there was okay. kind of this undercurrent where like he would meet Luke Cage or he would run into like Jessica Jones or something like that. Spider-Man, bro. No, that was Negative Man. I was, yeah, I was Mr. Negative. Okay. But like, there's one point where like he like he escapes his, his confinement. Luke Cage is there, and he he's like, Luke Cage, kill your kill like the members of your team. But you see Purple Man, and because you read you know Alias uh, with Jessica Jones by Brian Michael Bendis, you're like, dude, that guy is screwed up. But what it does is it allows you to build characters, build environments, and to carry that on into like the future of, of Marvel Comics, even if it's not in a Marvel Max imprint. Sure. And I think that's the that's the beauty of having adult oriented comics is you can create a character that's dark and sadistic. Mm-hmm. and then throw them into the main line of comics okay. and then occasionally bring them back to the adult line of comics if you want to reground people to how dark and screwed up they can be. Right. I think there's room for that. Yeah. But like I said, I think that needs to be kind of a small niche thing. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, I'm not the kind of person who would just like, I don't believe in censorship. Like, I, I just don't. Like, as an artist, no, as either. a filmmaker, I think it's a terrible idea to try to tell other people what they can and can't make. I mean, you just, you have the freedom to do that. Yeah. Um, but I but I also... Well, oh, let me put like, a caveat to that, because I yeah, said I agree with you. To an I extent. censor things on Comic Storian. Yes, Be, of Regardless course. of believing it that we right. should or censor things or not, yes. you can still gear products for an age. Yes, absolutely. Right. And that's yeah. what we do with Comic Story. Right. But right. I don't believe, like, in forcibly censoring. If you want to make no, exactly. an adult thing, make exactly. an adult thing. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're making a kid's thing, you should... Make a kid's, kid's thing. thing. Like, so, one person telling another person you cannot make this period yeah now you can tell someone we can't make that for nickelodeon that's yeah. one thing but saying nope that, that has something in it that i disagree with you can't make that yeah yeah you know i don't agree with that at all yeah yeah i think that that that's that's kind of the cool thing about dc because if, if the black label really is their version of marvel max mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like write whatever story you want to honestly it, i would be intrigued mm-hmm. because when i think of superman i don't think of the guy who like loses his temper no. And would like freak off and attack somebody. Right. But you could do that in that story. Yeah. And when I think of Superman, I don't think of a guy that loses control and like just brings a building smashing down on, on, on like a, you know, like he, he, he fights, he fights some villain and gets thrown into a building and the building collapses and all these people mm-hmm. and he can't save them. I don't really think of that when I think of like the main DC comics and like Superman just kind of in, in like sadness and disgust, seeing like all these bodies just covered yeah. in rubble. But you can do that in that story. When I think of Batman, I think of like like easily an adult-oriented story. Oh like yeah, Batman would be perfect. Yeah, I mean, in right. some of the mainline Batman stories, you're like, if you had just added this panel in, we definitely could have gone. I mean, half the Absolutely. Scott Snyder stuff, Joker yeah. cutting his face off and things like that. Yeah, I mean, that was that was borderline. Like, yeah, that was pretty. I mean, it was it was shocking to see that. Right, it was pretty intense. Right. But, but no, I mean, I, I look at things like that. And, and what it does is it, it does allow a lot of creator freedom. Mm-hmm. If you're someone writing about like the Amazons and Themyscira, why would a culture of people who really don't care about the outside world keep themselves covered? Like, would they just walk around naked? I mean, and you don't do that for the sake of just saying, like, here's boobs. You do it for the sake of just being like, this is, this, they're, they're, like, well, uh, you know, they're like a culture I that doesn't really... I would slightly argue against that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, fully I'm, I'm, naked. No, no, but, no, no. But you've seen historically accurate things. Women yeah. just walking around topless. The whole the whole women covering their breast thing, that's like within the last, I'd say, like 200 years. Yeah, like, but, but what... And I'm, only really in America half the time. But what I'm saying is, is <laughs> yeah, you can... You lots can, of cultures covered, but it but they didn't have as many hang-ups about... Right, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it, it, wasn't, was it wasn't as big of a deal. Right, and yeah. I agree with you on that. Like, if you were to just go a whole bar, 
the 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 challenge would be to do that and make it seem historically accurate, that's and not saying. just be Rob wanted to have twenty women. Well, that's exactly that's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like like it's, it has to be done in a way that's tasteful, right? Yeah. And it has to be given context. But what yeah. I'm saying is having something like the black label that's adult oriented gives a a writer and an artist the ability to like experiment with that, yeah, and see if it can be done. Now the the mm-hmm. problem is it is a big gamble because what's tasteful to one person is wildly distasteful to another. That's, that's, that's a really, big yeah. issue we have in exactly. America yeah, over censorship yeah. and everything in general, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the big risks that you play. So I mean, there, yeah. but but what I'm saying is there is benefit to that to basically saying like this is not tied into any existing continuity it gets a label slapped on the front telling parents be aware that if your kid reads this it's going to have some pretty intense violence and, and sexual situations yeah. and then just saying do whatever you want with the with the writer and the artist there's yeah. merit to that and there's benefit to that because it, it, there's there are no limits there's exactly. no restrictions they no, can do I mean, anything I, they I, want I, to okay well, no, go ahead. You, I mean, no, I was just gonna say, but you're, but you still have the main like family-friendly Batman storyline going. Yes, yes, yeah. That's okay, that's Batman yeah, Rebirth. Don't, don't rob Comics people Rebirth. of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. And, and I agree with him because, and I use a great example that recently came up. Greg Rucker was asked if he feels mm-hmm. who's uh, Diana's love interest was up until um, Tre- uh, Steve Trevor. Okay. She was only around women. And he said that he found that the island would be they would be lesbians. They would be with each mm-hmm. other. But you like you never see that story. You never yeah. see how no. the Amazons live, like no. you said. Mm-hmm. Like they always just show up in battle armor, like we are a warrior race who've lived for thousands of years, separated from all men, and that's all you know. Yeah. And yeah. like <laughs> But it, it could it could be that like they there was there was no reason to have a sexual drive because it never occurred to them. Right. Well that's also But then, but then yeah. suddenly Wonder Woman's thrown into the world of men and then either right. I, either aspect of you that. That's true. Yeah. And it, either because either way they, you're going into that right. range yeah. of Yeah. I mean, there's, there are a lot of things that, that you can do, but that's, that is the great thing, mm-hmm. is it gives you a lot of freedom. I mean, honestly, I mean, the, the cool thing about the, the Joker is interesting to me, and the Joker is really intriguing, but if you give me a story where you say, like, they're on the hunt for the Joker, and they're following this trail of bodies, and there's men who have just been, like, decapitated or something like that, and it, yes. just, it, and it throws it all the way back to, like, 1940s, sadistic, screwed up, terrible Joker, to me, that works. And a Batman well, because Batman's a detective. Batman is a detective, exactly. And so exactly. it's not like the Joker's like, okay, I'm going to go on a crime spree and pull my punches on how I kill people. Yeah. Like, you have to have, like, a sadistic, screwed up, mentally unstable, beyond recovery kind of guy. And you would have to have crimes that reflect that persona. Mm-hmm. And I think that having, like, a black label line of comics that star Batman and, you know, deal with the Joker and show us that would be incredible because it'd be a, a depiction of the characters we've never seen before. Well, I mean, speaking yeah. of that, the, the Batman White Knight storyline has the Joker getting cured. Yeah. And then he's acquitted of all his crimes. And like what you just said is the, is the only hang up I have on Sean Murphy's story is the fact that the Joker's acquitted of everything. Like unless in that timeline the Joker never actually killed anyone. Well, but that's the issue is he takes the pills and the pills cure him. It's not like he was faking it. It's like a plea for insanity. It yeah. is, yeah. But yeah. like but the fact that he was able to take pills and he was re- able to return to a state of normalcy, the fact that he couldn't trick um, a, what is it, the, uh, the CAT scans, all the information pointing to the idea that there was a measurable change as a result of the pills that were forced down his throat by Batman meant he wasn't responsible for his actions before. Which meant yeah. that he could basically be let off. I mean, it is, I, I, mean, th- I, I understand think that the, it. The, the trial for that would be a lot longer than I th- what I think yes. is either, I think a year in the comic. Oh, yeah. I think that that would be one of those right. things where we will never hear from him again, even <laughs> if he's acquitted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's but but to me it works. I think that's that's the great caveat that the Sean Murphy threw in there was by virtue of being cured because of pills and the fact that that cure could be measured meant that there was a legitimate case to say the Joker was not responsible for the things he did. Yes. But like like imagine imagine Sean Murphy had released Batman the White Knight under the black label. Yeah. And was able to give us this this 
incredibly beautiful artistic rendering of how dark this environment is with a Joker that becomes the good guy and you run over this trial and they show all the things he's done before and it's extreme and heinous acts of violence that are not restrained by the existing DC Rebirth line of stories. It's not a miniseries that's tied into Rebirth. It's a, it's Black Label. Mm -hmm. there, it, would, it would be it'd be insane because you, you take what's already probably one of the greatest Batman miniseries ever told and then multiply that several times over with like the gravity of what a situation would look mm -hmm. like in real life. It would be it'd be insane. It'd be it'd be amazing. <laughs> it would just make it that much better. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, there's to me, there's room for that. There's ample room to to experiment with what they have now and to really tell like adult themed stories. Again, I think the reason why it needs to be small and the reason why it needs yeah. to be niche is to keep it from being confused with the rest of the DC lineup. Yeah. So I think saving the term adult would actually really benefit this whole discussion, like saving the term adult. Like we, we so often assume that something adult is like pornography or something that's yeah. just really pretty, yeah. just, just obviously not for the family. You know, there's a show my wife and I watch that's a very adult show, but it's not graphic. It's not like, there's no sex in it. Um, but it's the reason it's adult and it, it has a mature rating on it is because the, the topics being discussed or the topics of the, sh of the series, what show is it? uh, Madam secretary. Oh, it's just, no, it's I've, too, I've heard of. it's too cerebral for anybody under like 17 to really enjoy. Yeah. Like it's just too intelligent. It's too cerebral. It's the, the content is too political. You've just you challenged know. all of our younger viewers to go watch it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, like on, I, I expect on, at least 50 yeah. comments. Yeah. No, he's Gary, wrong. He's, he's wrong. I watched no, no, no. it. <laughs> I just mean like, like on average, it's okay. probably not going to appeal to a 15 year old. Yeah. You know, because it's all political. It's super political. I can see um, that. And that's why it has it like a TV 14 rating or, you know, things like that. Um, saving the term adult, you know, from this, uh, from this just, like the pornographic assumption. You know, this well, is I mature. Mean, this is adult. In the office, Therefore, here. it is. You yeah, guys exactly. kind of knew what all the goal of today's topic yeah. was going to be. Yeah. I brought Black Label, but I said we're going to be talking about adult themed comics. Yes. And at the beginning of one of the thousand takes, erotica. I don't know which one it was in. Yeah, yeah. it's erotica comics. It's erotica comics. Yeah. That was the immediate. I mean, there place is that's, that we that's, that's where people go. Yeah. There, there is assume. a connotation that goes there. You yes. say like, I'm going to an adult movie theater. I'm going to like an adult yeah. bookstore. I'm going yeah. to like an adult, you know, yeah. video yeah. store. We've I mean, ruined there, the term adult. We have. Yeah, we we really have. But okay, yeah. then adult just means porn at this point. It does. Well, then what do you replace that with? Because if you say dog and a porn star, mature. Well, it comes across the same it way. It comes across the same way. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't guess, come across. Mature usually means like more intelligent, more mature. So then, then like just say, just say it's, a, it's a line of comics for people of a certain age. Because <laughs> then, then, like, then, yeah. then it sounds yeah. Yeah. Then it sounds like it's old people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, it's geriatric rap. I'm geriatric man. He's never going to be reading some 1940 Superman. Look at him jump over that building. He's so strong and his trunks are red. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing, actually. That was pretty good. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, I get that. It's, it's yeah. for like middle-aged men, you know, like yeah. perverted middle-aged men. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, there's. I guess maybe Black Label would would be the best way to do it. But regardless, it is a line of comics that's not designed for like the existing readership of DC comics for yeah. for you know the people yeah. who would normally read well, those comics. So it's not yeah. family. Should friendly, we basically. do it though? Yeah, I think that's Because I think, I think we've discussed like how it could fit and what the creativity, mm -hmm. but we still haven't answered the core question. Okay. Should comics have an adult line, be entirely adult themed? Yes. I, I mean... I think so. Okay. I, okay. I, I kind of agree. Like a creatively free. Right. Do what you want to do. Don't worry about censoring. I think um, for those storytellers and those artists who want to make those stories, give them an outlet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not one to tell them not to. Yeah give, yeah, give them an outlet to tell the stories they want to tell and just let the, you know, the consumer know, like you said, put a label or something on it that says like, 
you know, yeah. adult content and closed. And, and I mean, it's, it's the internet. You know, People will figure it out real fast. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. They'll, they'll know what it's about. Yeah, I think there's that definitely should happen. Okay. So. I mean, that's how I feel. I feel I like how yeah. the setup is right now. I just feel we do need a max line for for DC. Yeah. Because you do have superheroes like Constantine right. and Batman, and they go on the border, but we need to have. Adult. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, I, and someone had mentioned in our Twitch chat, because this is aired live every uh, Thursday on the mornings, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, just throwing that out there, just as a little plug. But someone had mentioned the vertical line is kind of that. But the problem I have with the vertical line is they they don't feature Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. They don't feature the Trinity. Yeah, that's they, the magic side. Right. Yeah. And the, the only character that's ever crossed over has been Constantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really about it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Vertigo is the magic angels, demons. That's where you learn okay. about like God, Oh, no, Vertigo okay. is, okay. is like they're adult indie comics. No, no, no. Vertigo. Yeah. Well, no. They had like Twilight well, something, and I forget yeah. the name of it, but like a few of my life. I mean, that's that's their imprint where like they Clean deal room. they deal with that whole. I mean, it was before the New 52, but like post New 52, that's where you deal with all the magics and all mm -hmm. the angels and demons and all that kind of stuff. No, okay. they had a whole bunch of other ones, but only Lucifer succeeded. <laughs> yeah. Lucifer was actually an amazing yeah. line, of, mm -hmm. line of stories. Okay, so now was the second part of this podcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to get the theory craft again, and I'm going to give you guys a minute to think about it, but. Okay. I'm the DC executive, and I come, mm. Rob, Benny, R Rob, Gary, Benny, <laughs> <laughs> Gary, girl, Rob, Cole, comic starring. We want you to, to give us one pitch. Take your favorite DC superhero and give me your adult themed. We're making Max, and we want you. I already know what mine is. Well, then go. I was going to give you time to think, but I'll mine, is, mine is Shazam. Hmm. But what are you going to do in this? You can't just. It's, it's, it, would, it would be a coming of age story. Okay. And it would it would be like like really Billy Batson would play like I'm sorry not Billy Batson Shazam would be kind of like the he would be the backdrop he'd be there and you would see like where he's being a superhero yeah but the emphasis of the story would be on Billy Batson like he's a young kid and he's going through young kid experiences mm -hmm. young kids are being being you know people saying like hey here's drugs here's alcohol so you're saying like puberty yeah yeah going drugs. yeah going through all those right. things Al where he's, yeah, he's at he's at that age where like people will tempt him with all different kinds of things maybe he doesn't live in the best part of town. Mm -hmm. And so, like you, you, you're literally like you're you're dealing with it, in, and and all those themes get rolled in. It's it's constant bombardment of like the the 21st century right now, and that's what it would deal with. Like, how does Billy Batson come of age? How mm -hmm. does he deal with all the things that teenagers struggle with? Anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, or or like being rejected, being bullied. You know, just because Billy Batson can stop somebody from being bullied, should he? He could just shout the word Shazam, and that bully's been whisked off to Pluto. Yeah, and he's going to spend the rest of his rest of existence frozen on Pluto. I thought living on Pluto, and I was like, Rob, people don't live on. Pluto. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's living is not something you do there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> living is not something you do on a, on a little moon-like planetoid yes. <laughs> at the outer edge of the solar system. There is a lot of a guy that they put uh, on an asteroid, and he, mm. that, he was like in isolation in his, pl his uh -huh. for prison, and his punishment was to live on this asteroid huh. by himself, complete isolation, and wow. that's how, and they used asteroids as prisons. Huh. That wow. sounds like an amazing episode. Yeah, it was really good. I need to watch that. Yeah. But no, I mean that's that's what it would be. It would it would it would be it would be a lot of these morally questionable things. Right. You know, like like maybe he does experiment with alcohol. Like maybe he does experiment with drugs. Hey, I you mean, I mean something I cool. No, I just <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, these are the kind of things yeah. that you could do. Another yeah. comment yeah, yeah. from our Twitch chat at the moment. DC Mopey EM does not support the killing of people by Pluto teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, yeah. Yeah. we do not condone flying people to Pluto no. and leaving them there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the more you know, right? the more you know. The more you know. It is yeah. not nice to put people on Pluto without a spacesuit. <laughs> they will die. So they will die. Can I go next, or do you want? Yeah, to yeah. Go? Have if you if you're lined up, go for it. I'm not lined up. Go ahead. Okay, mine would be a Superman story. Okay, hmm. but with the Red Hood. So my idea 
would be, if we're going no holds bar, mm-hmm. I can show whatever I want. Superman finally deals with a villain that he cannot stop. Huh. You see dead bodies. He takes out a whole building and we see the rubble. The whole Boy Scout, I will save the day, there's always another way attitude is not feasible. Why? Because the villain, I haven't decided what the villain would be, how he'd be able to do it, but he is stronger than Superman. Not in strength, but maybe speed or intelligence. He has a way to not let Superman stop him. Huh. So Superman just cannot mm. stop Or he just guy. wears a kryptonite suit. Or, yeah. or just keeps kryptonite in his person. He's in a full lead suit made yeah. out of kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> he go. got it from Batman's Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> and the Red Hood would be involved, but not current Red Hood trying to be a good guy, classic Red Hood, willing to do that extra step. Yeah, like under the Red Hood. Right. Red Hood. Yeah. So Red Hood is the guy that has to show Superman how it needs to be done when you don't have the other option. That would be Beast. Like, bring Superman to the darker side. Yes. Show him the darker side, and then we actually go over. Like, the only answer is the dark side, finally. You could have the inner turmoil of Superman where, like, like on one half he doesn't want to, but on the other half, like, he knows he has to. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like, like the biggest concern of Superman is, like, will he cross the line he can't come back from? And a lot of times we've had that similar story idea, but you don't see what Superman's seeing, so you don't feel the weight of what he's seeing. Yeah. And I feel like showing right. everyone that's been lost, showing like a building of rubble mm. with bodies, yeah. things like that would show the weight of Superman, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. before it's like, oh yeah, the Joker killed a million people, but we don't see any of them. Yeah. Always yeah. do the right thing and don't stop the Joker. Well, it's a lot easier to say that when you don't see the ramifications of letting this right. madman go. Yeah. yeah. But if we're able to show that, we're not restricted by a story. Mm-hmm. You know, and it'll be some of my favorite superheroes brought together. But <laughs> see, I, I would think. I can, mean, that's a cool idea. I would think Deathstroke would be more plausible than Red Hood. The only problem, with, the only problem, the reason I thought of Red Hood instead of Deathstroke is Deathstroke is pretty much a bad guy. You know what I mean? While Red Hood has always been that yeah. towing, on the, towing the line a little yeah, bit. Towing yeah, towing the line. Yeah, he's yeah. an antihero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Because I thought Deathstroke. They fought before. Yeah. Deathstroke does try to prove to him, well, you need to make a kill. You know, a uh, recent storyline was, if you don't kill me now, you're gonna, I'm gonna kill Lois, and he found a way to stop it. Like, oh, yeah, that, that's all And that's the only problem about. I have with making my story. I can't think of what would stop... How would the villain be able to do all this and Superman couldn't stop him at all? Yeah, I mean, I would say he'd just carry a bit of green kryptonite in his body or any number of things. Yeah. Because, I mean, and, and you could literally build it up because not everyone knows that green kryptonite is Superman's weakness. Right. And so it could just be one of those things that he learned. I mean, we saw that in um, the People versus Justice League. There was, there was a guy called The Fan. And basically, he was obsessed with the Justice League to the point where he gained a job as a contractor helping to build the Justice League Watchtower mm-hmm. and learn the systems inside and out. Mm-hmm. And so when the Justice League finally confronted them or confronted him, he activated their teleportation system and sent them all around the world, just scattered them to the wind, hmm. and, like, and then just took off. So, I mean, it's not implausible. It's not impossible. But see, no, yeah. it's not. And I have a scene in my head, and this is pretty much the only scene that I fleshed out of this whole idea, <laughs> okay? But, like... Superman kind of acknowledging that he needs to do something more, but he won't kill. Yeah. And so he goes to Batman and like, you're going against crazy odds. You're not, you don't have powers. Mm-hmm. Like I, you can't just solve it with super strength. How do you stop this? And Batman, even Batman not having an answer. Yeah. And Batman being yeah. like, but we can't kill. You can't cross that line, Clark. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I won't teach you how to kill. Right, right. Yeah. And like maybe Batman leaving like, I'll see what I can do. I'll get back to you. Just don't do anything for six hours. And like Red Hood stepping out of the shadows. I have the answer. Dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Dude, so Benny and I go back and forth on this kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And I told him I had an idea for a Batman story where, like, for whatever reason, Batman snaps, goes crazy. Like, like it's like it is in DC Rebirth where, like, he's going to marry Selena Kyle. But, like, the Joker kills her. 
or something. But like Batman snaps, and it's a it's a blend of Batman with um, Nightwing: The New Order, where like he just deactivates everybody's powers. Yeah. But like while while this is going on, like Batman's systematically taking out various superheroes that he thinks are a legitimate challenge, whatever. And like like all these different heroes are defeated. Like he defeats Shazam, or like Shazam just leaves, just call it like he just he just vanishes. You don't see him anymore. And like Superman's defeated, and all these people are defeated. And then finally, like like Alfred's had enough, and Alfred's like, look, like this has to stop. You know, and, and Batman's like, it can't stop, not until I'm done. And then, like, Alfred shouts Shazam and, like, turns into Shazam. And, like, Batman has to fight Alfred. And, like, it's going to be, like, this this holy fuck. And it's like, you never suspected Why Alfred was Shazam the whole time. Yeah. Okay, what do you guys think out there? Because I think it'd be awesome if it turned out that, like, Alfred was Shazam the whole time, but Batman never knew it. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, I think, I think it'd be beast. Like, I think it'd be cool. But, but yeah. So that that's my idea. Like, d- 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 like, but by not having the rules, not having anything in the way, you know. Yeah. What do you got? You got anything? I don't know, man. That's tough. Like, my mind doesn't go to like dark and gritty. I just like <laughs> I, that's just not where my brain goes. Well, where does you your know? brain go then? <laughs> um, in yours, like, they would like, end up in Tubby Wubby Land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, but you what's can that write something. Your, your daughter watches Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. Whatever Bubble Guppies Wait. are, teams up with Superman and they what's, save the day. What's Bubble Guppies? It's amazing. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. It's amazing. Like <laughs> here's this children's show. For, what is Bubble Guppies? For a amazing. children's show, this cartoon is fantastic. Bubble Guppies. I gotta look. This it's up. guest starred Wanda Sykes, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh well, you fucking won me. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Man. George Takei. Yeah. Okay, well you, well, you won me over with Wanda Sykes. So, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's an, it's one of those, car- it's like one of the, probably one of the only uh, children's cartoons that I can watch with her and not be totally annoyed. Bubble Wobbles, is that what it was? <laughs> bubble Wobbles, oh, Bubble Guppies. But bubble anyway, Guppies, yeah. They, bubble Wobbles. A lot of, lot of satire. It's, it's made for bubble like guppies. parents to enjoy with their kids. Like it's okay. really good for, huh. for a kid's show. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Bubble Guppies. Uh, it's cute. I need to text myself. No, no, I, it's I, Bubble I, Wubbies. Bubble Wubbies. Bubble Wubbles. That's, that's going to be our ripoff version <laughs> for like local cable access or something. It's, it's, <laughs> when you can't afford Bubble Guppies, you watch Bubble Wubbies. That's what he got. Because we're all getting hungry, is, man. I know. We're getting hungry. Uh, we don't want Angry Rob. Angry Rob demands the table nearest to him now. Angry Rob. Give me that table right now, damn it. <laughs> Somebody's going to get their ass whooped in here and it ain't going to be me. So I'm just saying. That was exactly how Rob spoke to that lady mm-hmm. at Blue Sea. I did not talk to her that way. <laughs> I was nice. No. Yeah. Oh, Where was the table right there? Tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is. I, I like how you look like there really was a table I was pointing I, at. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what what character intrigues you the most? Yeah, let's help you out with this. Honestly, I was thinking Cyborg. I know, like nobody likes Ooh. Cyborg. No, uh, going Cyborg's is great. The problem is DC like, doesn't know what to do with Cyborg. Right. I think if there's any character that you can go with a quote-unquote darker storyline, and I, I would like to rescue that term too. Like darker doesn't need to be graphic. Like darker can just be um, a film filter. Just a film <laughs> filter. Yeah. Just just much more contemplative. You know, much more serious. You're grappling with issues that that you just can't in a lighter tone. You know. Um, storyline and it doesn't have to be like visually like oh everything's so awful and graphic Um, but his struggle with being cyborg which I'm sure they've already like touched on does has he ever had a love interest has he ever had um right now did they have one in the Detroit storyline that just happened I I, I didn't read a solo series I read, I, know I read the first parts of it. I remember he was interested in a girl. I just don't know if it went anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what if his struggle is he genuinely believes that he is what human beings should be? Oh, he and doesn't. So, though. He wants to be. He separates the man from the machine. That's his thing. He does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He does. He's, he's, know, he's worried about crossing too much to becoming a machine. Okay. What if he does? Becomes the machine. Yeah. And then he he almost goes Borg with it and genuinely starts to believe that human beings would be better off exactly as he is. And so it's this constant internal battle 
of well, that is, wanting to upgrade human beings. That's the Dark Knight's metal guy. That's the, um, the yeah. cyborg Batman. There's that's a okay. cyborg Batman that does that. Yeah. Okay. So well, your story is a dark guy I don't even know. Yeah, that's it's, fine. It's that's fine. Yeah. Dan, come over here. Dan, producer. I mean, Wonder Woman would make, oh, a, would make a great darker story. None of this, I mean, just Wonder Woman just, just Wonder Woman snaps one day. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman versus the DC Universe would make a great Black Label story. Like mm-hmm. a dark theme story. All right, Dan. Yeah, so. Pitch to the DC executive your Black Label storyline of adult theme or content. I would love one of the Flash. Where somehow his super speed, when he's like trying to save people, he runs into the problem of he can't save them at a certain speed because they simply can't handle that speed. And so he starts running into this problem where there's a villain who somehow forces him to choose between people he has to save. Because if he tries to save all of them, their bodies simply disintegrate. Wow. Like, I understand that, like, the speed force technically prevents Protects them from them, yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be a There's cool story if, like, someone, like, stripped him of that speed force power. And a building's collapsing. And mm-hmm. Iris is in there. And some other big figure that's very important is in there. And Batman. he has to... Yeah, Batman. And, like, something well, like yeah. that where he has to choose... Because he no longer has the ability to save people at certain speeds. Oh, or they so he can't start save all of them. Okay, I was going to exactly. say, because so Wally, Wally did that. Wally saved a town full of people and the time it took for like a nuclear bomb to detonate and the right. blast of light. Right. Like, like it was, it was fractions of a second. Wally yeah, yeah. dealt with the orb yeah. strip before. Yeah. But if the orb is stripped, yeah, you can like... That would actually... So he's, so he's running at like Jay Garrick speed. Yes. Like the speed of sound. Exactly. So, so he, yeah, wow. he can only save certain people and it just starts tearing away at him because let's be like we'll right, see, it's Barry Allen he is the kind of guy that he has to save everyone dude you can, you can make a you can make a one shot story on that. so you're yeah. talking about a story that is less about the actual act of the saving yes. but what it does to the man exactly yeah. the that sounds that like a on. damn good story yeah. Yeah. yeah that actually reminds me of the ethical thing of the you have like four people on one track and you have one person on another track the trolley it, train yeah the trolley yeah. train ethical quandary yeah. where it's like it's going to hit the four people and you can change it to go to the one person, do you, what do you do? It's like kind of the needs of the many versus the needs of the There was, that, there was actually thing. a really cool argument that I heard, like Michael Sandel presented that in a Harvard lecture, and he said, so like suppose this scenario is still true, and like there's a really fat guy on a bridge, and you could push him off and like save those five people. Would you sacrifice that innocent guy? And what makes him more innocent than any of the two groups who are on the trolley yeah, track? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's really, really cool. It's a, it's a really awesome... I like your story yeah. idea, though. I like do the, like the that. The Flash yeah, having to deal cool. with, like, depression. And I just have images of him, like, drinking and slipping into alcoholism. Yes. Yeah, like, because my... But he can't, his body but he can't. can't get drunk. So yeah. he's constantly, like, he can't even mask the pain in any way or dull it with... <laughs> I hate to say it, with drugs, with alcohol, with se- he can't do any of that because it simply doesn't work on him. And, you, and he it, just has to live with knowing he can't always save everyone. You can have the yeah. first four issues, him dealing with the fact that, like, worrying about when this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and then the last issue is the moment. But see, yes. he did that in the People vs. Justice League. He got a guy killed when he sparked up that static electricity in a spacesuit. Oh, yeah. Like, ju- like, jumped into space and, like, sparked static electricity and then, like, shocked the guy and killed him. And then, and then, because, you know, DC, he's like, hey, so like, whenever I start running, the Speed Force gives me an aura, and it'll dissipate over a certain amount of time, but I can just run on the shrapnel through space <laughs> and get back to the spaceship and be okay. I'm not going to lie. And he is. 
I kind of like that Christopher Priest at least explained his reasoning behind doing yeah. that. Yeah. Because I was I was one of those fans reading that going, this doesn't work. Yeah. This doesn't. Oh, this he is, answered it. Yeah. This is not how Speed Force powers work, Christopher Priest. It's not, how, it's not how Flash works. All right, well, that is our podcast today with our theories of the adult mm-hmm. stories that we would write. Adult-themed, yeah. darker-themed, more serious, whatever you would like yeah, to do. Yeah, give us your own stories. Actually. Yeah, give We're us curious. your ideas yeah. in like a two- to three-sentence pitch in the comments down below. And during our next comment show, we'll pick some of those yeah. and read off your ideas for more grittier, darker-themed stuff. Don't forget, today's episode is sponsored by 4hims, 4hims.com slash Robin Benny. It's how I keep my hair looking pristine. It's how Rob's skin looks amazing. <laughs> and it's how Gary intends to have nine more children. Mm-hmm. Can you name them after the seven dwarves? No. And then add two. I wanted someone to do the math. <laughs> name them after the dwarves. Okay, what are the names of the seven dwarves? I only know a few. Sleepy, happy, know. grumpy, dopey, sneezy, bashful doc. You know, we're going to talk after this cool. how you know that. Anyway, yeah. anyway, yes, yeah. four hams, great for uh, just male, like, well, wellness. It's yes. hair, yeah. skin, mm-hmm. sexual wellness. I'm, I, you I keep pointing at me I, when you <laughs> talk about that. Sexual wellness. <laughs> no, it's not even intended. Am I the epitome of, like, sexual wellness? <laughs> you are a You are, you are a good-looking guy. Okay. As Thank your you. wife tells us, <laughs> yeah. you are a god in yeah. bed. She's told, you that. she's told us that. Okay. I've never I mean, spoken to her directly. Yeah, she's never told me that. But you know, <laughs> you, do, yeah, you know those cards? The cards that she dropped off. It was, hello, Robin <laughs> Benny. Thank she's you for... She's going to watch this. She's going to be so embarrassed. Wrote, I'm, writing, I'm writing this letter after a, after a yeah. like, soul-shaking experience. With my incredible yeah. husband yeah. and his six-pack abs. A spiritual awakening. <laughs> Which are under there somewhere. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you for joining yeah. us. Don't forget to check the comments down below. Go check out our sponsor. Oh, the link is down there as well. You can find Rob at Comics Explained yes. on YouTube or on Twitter. He's at Gamey Cam... Gamey Cam. Gary Cam 4 on Twitter. Yes. He's at Dan T. Editor. You really should update your Twitter handle, the producer. Yeah, Dan T. Producer soon. Yeah. I, I think Dan T. Editor sounds better. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's become a thing. Yeah. It and is. if you're watching this or you're listening to it, I'm Benny the Comic Historian. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Peace.